Tell me what is happening. Tell me Wonder Wonder Vision. We can share our opinions. Please don't make me wait a week. What is going on with it? Tell me Wonder Wonder Vision. But we'll be at the show again Come watch if you are a uh, Thank you so much. Uh, this is the WandaVision oh, after show. So if you guys watched it already, uh, if you guys watched it already, then you guys know what's up. We're going to be commentating uh, exactly on what happened during uh, One Division episodes one and two, which is dropped at midnight on Disney Plus. Who am I? I'm your host of the One Division After Show. My name is Demetri Pereira, and and uh, we got co-host Paul Lau. Paul, say hi to the audience. Hi, audience. Hello. All right, that right there is Paul. If you wanted a little a little zoom in on him, oh. that's Paul right here. This is me, Dimitri, host and for tonight and tonight only a one night engagement we got uh actress performer all uh encompassing thespian Lee barlow bows in the building and i say in the building we're all in different buildings Laura Lee, how you doing today i'm good i'm good i was really excited to get to watch the show tonight so i'm happy yeah. to be joining you guys yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you guys, uh, when we do a live after show, right? Like the minute something ends, there's technical difficulties. Uh, there's technical difficulties. And uh, so thank you, uh, Paul and Laura Lee for being here. And the audience out there, we are streaming to Facebook. We are streaming to Twitch. We are streaming to YouTube at the same uh, time right now. So hopefully everything runs pretty smoothly. If things don't, let me just put it this way. Follow us on these platforms. If you're watching us on Twitch, click follow, help us out. Uh, if you're following us on YouTube, subscribe. And if you're following us on Facebook, click like on the key. Uh, possible comments right now so far before we even uh, started is, is this legit? Uh, this is a legit after show. If you were thinking we were pirating Disney Plus on this, you are sorely mistaken. Um, but this is a legit after show. Um, uh, Andrew Strange on Facebook says, can you put subtitles in Spanish? Uh, unfortunately, we cannot. Uh, I took high school Spanish, um, and I'll do the best I can. Por favor. That's, that's all I got. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Um, and then Rene Garcia Contreras says, where is the chapter question? WTF is this? So uh, I'm glad that we get, we're getting constructive comments right now. WTF, I'll tell you, TF it is. Uh, this is the WandaVision after show. So uh, thank you guys so much. So if this goes down, because I know we're streaming to three platforms right now. Uh, yeah, click follow so you can follow us back on whatever platform doesn't uh, fall apart. But, oh, I've been focused on Laura Lee this whole time. Uh, she looks lovely. Thank you. Uh, but I didn't mean to. Meant to go to this all thing. All right. And also, I I recorded a theme song for this after show that I sang myself. 
and I accidentally clicked out of it way too soon, so I'm sorry. Uh, but let's get to the actual show. Let's get to the actual show. This is the key. We talk about geek stuff. We're talking about the Wonder Woman, Wonder Vision after show, Wonder. not the Wonder Woman after show. Uh, there's too much to talk about for that. I think we've already exhausted that topic. Uh, so uh, this starts off pretty much in this 50s idyllic setting, this black and white um, uh, TV show, very reminiscent of I Love Lucy. Um, uh, what are what were your opening thoughts? Uh, we'll start with Laura Lee because she's our she's our guest for tonight. Um, well, I absolutely love the homage to the old, you know, style television shows, especially because I felt like even you know the effects they were doing were trying very hard to just you know do what they would have done back then to reflect you know the time the style and it just reminded me of like watching tv at my grandma's house when i was a kid so like i immediately felt so nostalgic over something so like new if you think of you know marvel and avengers as being like sort of a new thing in our lives so first takeaway i i really just enjoyed that it made me feel all like Oof. i like it yeah did did uh it was it was a like a i don't want to say a culture shock but it was definitely a shock um uh, uh to see it and i don't know what i was expecting the trailers got me expecting a sitcom um and it was 99% sitcoms right both these episodes episode mm -hmm. 1 and episode 2 uh paul what was your what was your what was your uh <laughs> thoughts going into it uh yeah i, I honestly I don't want to bring that up, but like everybody feels like they're in a daze, you know, yeah. like sometimes they play it straight. They like really adapt it to the original stuff, but then there's like cracks, like the way, like if you're a film nerd, you notice that they're kind of switching angles that you wouldn't normally get from the, you know, fourth wall sitcom style. Right. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's got my attention. And uh, nothing oh, yeah. had to explode. There was floating food, so you know, <laughs> there was magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's cool about the sitcom? No matter what they're doing, they're still a robot and a magic user, right? Yes, yes. Like that's kind of that's kind of like what they're going for. Um, uh, it started. The first episode is very I Love Lucy based. Second episode is very Bewitched, obviously, mm -hmm. right? I think that's a little bit more obvious, but. Um, uh, I didn't expect it to be so. I expected the, there to be more twists and turns, and there was re there's only like one per episode, right? Now we know like something's something's happening. Um, by the way, the way the show works is because we got we got people watching right now. Uh, I do want to answer questions throughout the show, but we don't have to do that. But um, uh, Sapfire Thirty One says I didn't expect the laugh track. Um, that's a sitcom staple, so I understand that. Um, who it's so weird. The whole both episodes are so weird. I loved them. I'm you know, I'm cool with that. Um, Laura Lee, you're a fan. Are you a fan of old, uh, old shows? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I was gonna say the I Love Lucy vibes, and then like that bewitched I Dream of, I Dream of Jeannie thing. I didn't think they were gonna go through like the period styles so quickly. 
I thought yeah. maybe they'd be like a couple in the 50s, a couple in the 60s, you know, eventually we'll get to like the, um, you know, the Brady Bunch 70s vibes next. I would presume that they're doing it, right. you know, in, in order like that. Um, but they're going through them a lot quicker than I thought they were going to. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen towards the end of the series because, you know, like how many like alternate twisty play on the versions of them, you know, are, are they going to do? And how are they going to keep carrying that like underlying spook throughout? Because the second episode, I was, you know, getting that like invasion of the body snatchers vibe kind yeah. of thing. Like the the spook level, I feel like they're trying to up it each time. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, when I was saying there was one per episode, uh, I, I didn't mean to put an actual literal one and actually state a number. There were a couple twists and turns. Uh, Superbeard VH says uh, there were multiple twists per the show. You're definitely gonna wanna watch it again to really catch everything. Um, definitely, I mean, there there was, I think it's increasing slowly over time, over each episode as she realizes that things, I don't know whether the secret is being hidden from her or whether she's hiding whatever is happening. And I, I, I've yet to do that, uh, figure that out. For those of you who know the comics, you'll know that there is a storyline with Scarlet Witch rewriting reality. Now she does it in a certain way for a certain reason. Those things probably won't happen in the show uh, for many different reasons, but is it actually her that's rewriting reality or not? I mean, these are, these are the questions that need answering. But they yeah. spent a lot of time in like the, the sitcom storylines, right? Like, I think I didn't expect that. I didn't expect them to go through literally a sitcom episode with a couple Easter eggs and things chirping in and out. Um, Paul, did you have something to say? Oh, uh, uh, shoot. I was just gonna say there's like a lot of alumni. I feel like I'm transitioning too soon with the next topic, but uh, Kitty from that 70s show. Right. Um, oh, what's her right. name from Step Brothers? That actress, who's uh, the neighbor? Catherine Hahn. Catherine yeah, Hahn. Catherine Hahn. She's great. Who I love. Who I love, by the way. Yeah. And then in yeah. episode two, the blonde girl from the 60s. I think she's Ivanka from Buffy. Do you know who I'm uh, talking not, about? Uh, not Ivanka. What's her name from Buffy? If you guys are watching. Oh, no, she's a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name's not Ivanka. It's uh it's something, right? Is it Ivanka? I don't think they it is. they have a shorthand for her. But she's uh, like the it, wish demon. Okay. So Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up while while we do that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's who I reckon I recognized her and I, I couldn't, couldn't place, quite her place her either. I was looking, I was like, why do I know her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her and Xander are the couple and then yeah. Um Anya. Yeah. Anya, sorry, Anyanka is Anya. what I was thinking. Thank you. Okay, Thank Anya, you. yeah. yeah. And yeah. Sapphire, Sapphire31 just came in and said Anya. Yeah, Anya. yeah. Uh, I was like, why does she look so familiar? And then I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, and they also, I mean, there's a couple of different actors that like I noticed. Uh, Laura Lee, did you notice any other act, uh, actors or actresses? Um, I mean, you know, K Kitty Foreman was the first one I that popped up. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> and I don't know if I just missed it in the trailer, but seeing her really threw me, especially because you know her from like another period piece. You know, right. Being yeah. the 70s. And I was like, oh, I, and then I was like, I hope she's in the episode 
that's set in the 70s so we can get that little like moment where it's like inception it's it's 70s inside the 70s kind of thing yeah uh i know uh duck dodger 714 says the boss was in the tv show casual yeah the boss he um he was in that movie uh in a world without or no in a in a world or whatever about voiceover acting have you guys seen that that's where Bell. he's from uh seinfeld did it it was his preview what? What what did it? Uh, Seinfeld had a documentary called The Comedian, I think, and he okay. was using that as the promo. So it'd be like, in a world, in a land, in a time, in a land before time. The whole thing is. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. like, have you seen the movie that I'm talking about though, with Lake it's, Bell? Oh okay. no, maybe I. Okay, that's what that's what I'm talking about. That's what oh, I'm, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You jumped on that real quick. I was like, Paul knows exactly what I'm talking about. Then he talks started talking about Seinfeld, and I'm like. No, I, I definitely <laughs> didn't see it on Seinfeld. I've okay. seen a hand. I've seen like one or two Seinfeld episodes in my life, so I'm good. Okay. Never um, uh, no, but he he's done other he's done other things. I know. Um, I know that uh, uh, the coworker, um, the coworker in the first mm -hmm. episode, um, is from Wrecked. Do you ever see Wrecked on TBS? No. It's super funny. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It's super funny. It's on HBO Max, I think, now. Anyway, the point being is we got all these people. It's kind of fun to, like, look through and see the face and be like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, as far as uh, Pyro Ouroboros said, some of the dialogue made us cringe around the dinner party with the boss. Now, Pyro, are you talking about, like, when the boss is choking and things get weird? Because, like, okay, that's like the first time you notice that something's weird, right? Is is that? Am I wrong? No, I mean that. I that was the first time, like, you know, the sort of chill, the chill comes in, where she's yeah. like in the sleuth of like, stop it, stop. It's almost, oh, and then like in the second episode with like, oh, for the children, like that sort of step for wife, like cultish vibe um right I, but I, I mean yeah it's intentional i mean and obviously like you know they're they're playing on the style of the era and the style of those shows which yeah i mean the dialogue's not always like so convincing and so real um right i i mean i felt it was intentional and i enjoyed right. it for the intention right and i think that um i do think that they didn't go overly cheesy like like they did to evoke the style, but it wasn't like, like Paul, Paul probably knows what I'm talking about here. Laurelie, maybe if like improvisers were doing an improvised 50s sitcom, it wasn't this like hammy. It wasn't hammy. Is that the ba best way to uh, put it? I think it's the part where they start to become self-aware that something is off. And then a lot of it is these like, like when he confronts his coworkers in the first episode, it's like, what exactly are these? Oh, they're computations. And he's just like, okay, so now we're getting into the subplot or whatever, the B story beneath the right. veneer. And then the boss shows up and he doesn't say anything human, like relatable, like, oh, do you plan on having kids and all that? It's more like, you need to tell me now about the thing I want. Like, what the hell? That's so on the nose. So, yeah. That's where the tell creep me, factor tell comes me, in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, tell um, me. Also, when when 
and we're gonna call her Kitty because I don't know her. Yeah. I don't Mrs. know her character's Hart. name. Uh, oh, oh yeah, Mrs. Hart. Hart. That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm feeling. She's spins. a Mrs. You guys don't. Yeah. Don't dismiss <laughs> her title. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mrs. Hart. She looked like when she was like, what was she saying? Like, um, what would she say over and over stop as it. Mr. Hart was? Yeah, the stop, stop it, it part. Stop um, it. Stop it. Like it was like she was crying. Yeah. While while like smiling, smiling and acting like nothing's wrong. Okay. Um, we're not. Yeah, I I want to like mull over these like Easter eggs a little bit more. Um, but at at some point in this in this after show, uh, I want to talk about like what we think like our theories are. Because uh, things are really weird. First episode, we get a red plane stuck in the bushes, right? Yeah. Helicopter. The helicopter. Oh, red and yellow. That was in, yeah, the second episode. When she started okay. in the scene of color, which was very Pleasantville, if you've ever seen the movie Pleasantville. Right. And I was yeah. like, like oh, the color's coming. Oh, mm -hmm. no, things are changing. Yeah. The um, beekeeper. The beekeeper. <laughs> Um, Pretty obvious for us comic book nerds. So, so cringy, though. It's so cringy. Uh, well, I mean, okay. What's the obvious part? Because I had two thoughts, Paul. What's your uh, What are you saying the obvious part is for comic book nerds? Uh, the end of episode one, very Arnim Zola, -y with like which part? The very end of the episode with like the TV screen, and oh, the messages, okay. and it's in color. Mm -hmm. And so right. where there's Arnim Zola, there's probably AIM and that is and beekeepers, right? Isn't that the obvious thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause AIM AIM is the bad guys in um Falcon Winter Soldier. I know that. Right. Which would be crazy if the bad guys from WandaVision are also the bad guys in Falcon Winter Soldier. Like there's this big overarching theme of Bad like guys? connecting the two new series like right off. <laughs> yeah, maybe it connects more than the two series. Maybe it connects, keeps going into the into you know uh, what's after it's uh, is Loki. Loki. Yeah, Loki's a little bit different. And then after Loki is Hawkeye. So maybe there's a link. Um, very interesting. Uh, people in the comments are talking about uh, the first episode. The toaster hat. Uh, the light was red. I didn't notice that. Oh, wow. I didn't notice that at all. Good catch. The light was red. I mean, it's stark technology. Yeah. yeah. But in a black and white commercial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also like right? that they waited for the toast to cook in like real time. <laughs> yeah. Like they held on that, it way too long. Actually, that was kind of eerie too. I That was like a kind of like a horror movie. System. And then when it popped, it was like, oh, oh, I thought someone was about to die. <laughs> Never mind. Whew. Right. Uh, but also those that lady in the commercial like kind of broke she she kept being like yeah 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 you know, yeah looking there was like not a commercial like it yeah there was something off about that right mm -hmm. um duck dodgers says i saw that this wasn't supposed to be the first marvel series to release that part is true too cap and oh. the winter uh falcon and the winter soldier was supposed to come out before wandavision and that was supposed to come in big after Black uh, Widow. So Black Widow was supposed to lead into Captain uh, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then WandaVision was supposed to come after. So but might be clues from those things that would have helped or made some of these things make like oh right away sense instead of like you know 
we're trying to piece the puzzle together. So. Right. Yeah, right. we got a lot of um, fallout from uh, Endgame because Vision was a casualty in Infinity War. Right. So how do you scoop them up and just drop them in and be like, okay, here's Daddy? Uh, yeah, but I think uh, that's oh, okay. I mean, let's. I mean, let's go into thoughts. Might as well, uh, and then we can talk about different Easter eggs and stuff. Uh, the blood, r the red blood, was uh, obviously red mm -hmm. in the second episode. Um, you know, there's different things like that. Is it just the color red? Well, it's red and gold for the helicopter. Yeah, because yeah, there was also yellow. There was yeah, yellow okay. on, the, yeah. on the helicopter. And okay. the end credits are just red and green. I, I don't know if that matters, but it could be like the little, uh, when it forms the vision, the confetti uh, during the credits. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you guys notice um, his tie? So you know how to read a circuit? It's uh, like a line and then four dots, two dark ones in the center. Okay. Which probably signifies their family. Cause just like in the, the comics, there's, yeah. 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 Laura Lee, how much do you know about the comics? Um. Well, I, I know about the twins. I know they, you know, get married, they have a family. Um, and that's, yeah. I mean, I, I know that much. And I, I know that, yeah, like you said earlier, she, she in, in there's a comic series where she's, you know, does all the stuff, but it's, you know, different sort of motivations there. Right. So I'm trying not to, like, put that on the series in the sense, like, like to take too much for it because I don't want to, like, I don't know, be dependent on that idea just to sort right. of see what this one ends up being. Right. Um, Marvel, I trust Marvel to do fresh things with old ideas also, so that even the, everybody's coming into it, like expecting one thing and you get another, um, with, with the comics. Yeah. She does rewrite reality. Uh, but the motives behind it wouldn't apply to this. Um, and in the comics, she does have kids, but it turns out to be, uh, uh, it turns out to be either I'm trying to think of it ends up being rewritten and her characters uh, her babies aren't real and so it kind of gets rewritten out of reality because uh, Vision and her can't have a baby for real like it ends up being this magical reality bending thing but then because their souls were real they get reborn into actual humans and so there's something there and so technically in the comics the two twins are alive, even though they were dead for like 20 years in our time. Um, uh, there's weird thing. There's weird things going on. Um, Duck Dodger 714 says Randall Park's voice was the voice in the radio. Oh. Did you guys notice that? No. I, I didn't know. No, I didn't know who the voice is. I was trying to, I thought, I was trying to figure out who it could be. I was like, is it someone on the Avengers? Is it, you know, is it someone else we've already met? Yeah. I didn't right. Know. So Jimmy um, Woo. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Woo. Because, uh, Laura Lee, are you familiar with any of the other actors in this show? Uh, no. Mm -mm. Okay. So there are characters from past Marvel movies that are going to be showing up in this show. One of which is Jimmy Woo, who was Randall Park's character in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Kat Denning's character from Thor uh, is there. And then also, 
the Geraldine, Geraldine in episode two, who befriends um, Wanda, uh, is also a character from the comics. Uh, but the real question is, who knows what? And do people's memories are they are do they actually have memories or are they wiped or is Monica Rambeau, which is uh, Geraldine, is she like does she know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, is she there's an too many questions right in now. some way. Yeah. Well, we're only two episodes in. Um, right. I was anyone else? I didn't realize that Wanda wasn't gonna have her accent. She started talking and I was like. She doesn't have she, her accent. She hasn't had her accent for so long, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, she said, she kept saying like, oh, like, Vige. I'm like, no, no, you're saying it wrong. Where's, it's Vige. Like, where's your, where's your <laughs> accent? It's been six yeah. years since, because the, the, the snap, right? Snap, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's, she didn't survive it. My bad. Yeah, I was about to say, survive. maybe she, like, had time to lose the <laughs> accent. Like, she started yeah. watching sitcoms to learn English and fell asleep and to that's them. How, oh, that's very uh, yeah. Dottie, Agent Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I also realized that, too. Dottie and Agent Carter versus there's Dottie in this. I, I was, was like, I thought that was, there. yeah. Very common. Um, I guess. I guess. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Super Beard in the comments says the hand at the t- TV at the end of the first episode was Kat Dennings. How do you know this, Super Beard? Did you hear this, or do you know Kat Perfect. Dennings' hands? Like I have studied <laughs> each digit inside she and has out. Has a small mole on the top of her right pinky, and <laughs> right. I just knew it was her. How, Super Beard, you gotta let me know, man. You gotta let me know when, uh, where you found that, because I mean that's great that you know that. That's great if it's you know. Uh, but I just saw a hand, like, yeah. uh, you know, I just saw a hand and I was like, okay, all right. There's a hand. There's people watching this, right? There's people on the outside watching Wanda. Monitoring, trying to bring her out or trying to influence or trying to yeah. manipulate. Uh, Superbeard says, I've studied them a little, oh my but then he says, he says, no, it's the jacket sleeve. You know what jacket she's wearing? Maybe it's her favorite jacket. She wore it in all yeah. the movies. Right. It's fashion. Uh, Duck, Do- Duck Dodger says, uh, two broke girls super fan. You know? Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the well, jacket I heard sleeve. She- oh, this is interesting. Sorry. The, the super beard says the jacket sleeve is the same one she's worn in every film she's been in for the MCU. So just yeah. those two, right? Thor 1 and Thor 2? Right. Okay. Well, I okay. heard she got her doctorate or her PhD, so, you know, I've called yeah. her in to see if she can fix Wanda. Right. Right. Maybe. Uh, Dr. Dodger 714, did she make it in any of the Avengers movies? I don't think she was in any of the Avengers. In she would have been in the first one. Yeah. If anything, and then I don't think I don't think she was. Not even in the time um, travel for Endgame. No. Yeah. No. Because no. Natalie Portman didn't even. She Natalie was Portman shown. She, but yeah. she wasn't acting. That's old footage. So. Right. Um. There's a lot going on in this. Uh, let's talk about the beekeeper. Um, that does seem like an aim outfit, but supposedly, at least what I saw before the show came out, the logo on the back is is uh, sword. Um, sword is 
another agency like shield sword is in at least in this continuity sword is sentient world observation and research development or something like that yeah and um so it's for like space which is what we think that nick fury is dealing with this sword in the end of um is it end of endgame no it's the end of marvel captain marvel right no i thought what's the i thought wasn't it No, I think it's the end of Endgame. You guys gotta, you guys gotta let us know. Everybody in the comments is there, so just let us know. Um, yeah, I think it's the Endgame end scene with Nick Fury on the Scroll ship. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that Captain so, Marvel? No, I don't think so. I don't oh, think okay. so. Oh yeah, it is. Sorry, no. it is Endgame. It is no, Endgame. it's no. not Endgame. It's, it's Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Spider Home. Okay. okay, see that? That's what it is. Was Spider-Man. Because in that movie, you, tar- yeah. you find out that the scroll reposing. Right, and so who contacts Nick Fury is Talos. Yeah, you're right. So, oh. uh, so we have a beekeeper with sword on his back, and then also with bees surrounding him. And the 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 one thing. For anyone who knows comic books or at least Marvel comics, like in depth, because he's not a popular villain, is Swarm. There's a villain <laughs> named Swarm who's a Nazi scientist that is a bunch of bees. Like he's a bunch of sentient bees that coalesce into a human form with a purple and hood and cape and boots. Right. He right. looks like a serial mascot villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. He's, Trying to get a, a bunch of my honey crisps. Like, forget about your honey nut Cheerios. Get your swarm yeah. flakes. Oh, that's oh, where the bee ew. goes back to the hive. I must return oh. to my queen. <laughs> uh, that's what I think about when I think about bees and Marvel is like swarm. Swarm. That's what I think of. Um, so lame. Okay. So somebody mentioned it earlier. There's two commercials. The first one is a Stark Technologies toaster. Right, mm-hmm. and the second one is a watch, watch by Strucker, Baron von Stucker. Mm-hmm. Had the so Hydra Baron symbol. Von St- yeah, and it had the Hydra symbol. In it. Right down to one thousand yeah. meters, because that's a diving watch. You think that's important? It could be pressurized. It could be underwater in an underwater base. Submarines. I'm just letting you know what the watch was. I'm not saying it means right. anything. Right. That's the reason uh, why I had the Strucker. So Strucker Strucker started or dealt with Hydra, but it's AIM is not Hydra. The only time we've seen AIM is is Iron Man three with uh Killian what's his name? What was his name? Aldrich no Aldrich Killian? Killian Aldrich? Whatever like, guy pierces like that's an actor. Yeah. Oh. Kill Al- like Alden Eichenreich? Alden Ironreich. Um, uh, Duck Dodger says, I mean, it's important if you're looking into buying the watch. Yeah, but like, is that an Easter egg or not? Like, we're not, nobody's buying the watch, but I get it. Um, Strucker, Strucker led Hydra, at least in the beginning of Avengers Age of Ultron. So is there something there? Um, I don't know. What was I trying to all kill... His name, I forget his name. Anyway, the point being is Guy Pierce. Guy yeah. Pierce's character. Guy Pierce's character uh, in Iron Man Three uh, started AIM. 
Right. So, Sorry. Who's listening to me? Who's listening to you? Aldrich Killian. Aldrich Killian. Yes. Thank Aldrich you. Killian. Yeah, we got there. Uh, we were there. Yeah. Didn't I say that? Did I? You said I was that. Like, we said that. I said something like that. If you didn't, right? you said a very close, right? You know, incarnation of that. Right. Superbeard is also correct. Strucker is who gave Wanda her powers. Mm -hmm. So, are these memories? Are these memories? Or are they clues to, like, are they memories from her past? Or are they clues to what brought her into this new reality? You get mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, does you know, uh, I don't know. Also, let's be honest. The fact is Vision is dead, right? So is Vision alive in this or is he just a construct? You know, everyone grieves and copes in different ways. She just happens to have reality, you know, altering powers. Right. Um, if there's gems, there's hope. Like if the what's the yellow is that the mind stone? No. Uh, that was the soul, soul stones stone. on Vormir. Okay. The mind stone is vision? yeah. The yeah, mind stone's vision. Mind stone. Yeah. So but, if that still exists, then vision still exists, right? Does, does the, it? The no, ability it, to maybe make him does, but I mean, if you think of, because vision was, you know, a fusion of that with the body, with Jarvis, you know, all sort of mixed in there. Well, that's why they were trying to like download all that so they'd be able to extract him from the stone. And, you know, I mean, if this is a way to bring him back, you know that that's all i care about because i love him <laughs> i know i do i do like him also his uh his personality is better in this than he's bland he's bland he was bland to me in these uh in the avengers movies so vision in the avengers movies whatever but now he seems like he has a different personality that suits well, the plot paul which bettany is, weird, is right? so funny like he's yeah. such a funny guy and you right. think of like, you know, A Knight's Tale and how great right. he was as Chaucer to get out there and do that. It's sort of, you know, a vessel to see them. And because I mean, the characters that, you know, Wanda was in those shows aren't, you know, like a pure reflection of how she is in, in the Avengers. Like she was doing, you know, very different. She's not, you know, sort of, a you know, a frilly feminine and like, oh dear, you know, kind of girl. So it's, you know, what of those outside influences are, you know, are making her depict herself or depict vision, you know, in those ways. Yeah. Um, also, I'm sorry I haven't been paying attention to my YouTube children. Um, Nico Gonzalez says, cuando comienza PTM? So that means when do we eat? Uh, or when do I eat? Yeah, we didn't even get into the part where vision had uh, gum stuck in his gears. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, oh no, we'll we'll get to that. If you guys want to talk while I fix this. Uh, I love the use of the sort of like, you know, animatic description of the inside of his body. Felt very, you know, very appropriate. I like that. Uh but it's yeah, not when they... realistic, right? That wasn't like no, I, he so doesn't it's... actually have gears. No, of course not. But since he's in this like realm, he follows the rules of the realm. Yeah. You know, like he's I, like, he's a machine. Yeah. 
so. Right. But what I'm trying to say is he's a, yeah, he's a machine because this old timey thing would obviously have gears. But that kind of lends me to think that that's not him physically. Like that's not him, right? Oh yeah, I'm, oh, I mean, no. I'm, I'm certain that right now, definitely not him. I'm hoping by the end of the series, you know, through the powers of science and magic and love, that it will be him. Right. <laughs> we can hope. Uh, yeah, one can hope. Do you think that when he goes into human mode in the first episode, they paint over the prosthetics that he has? Because he sometimes has a weird, like, pasty makeup over, like, his electronic circuit face. Mm. Mm. I could not see it that clearly okay yeah yeah yeah. i hope not though i i don't know it just felt weird seeing him without it like i like seeing him with the red face i like the transition with the end of the second episode when you know all the color came in yeah and you got to see him in his dorky little sweater Uh, his sweet little red face yeah (laughs) and she changed it she like didn't like what was happening, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Nope, hard pass, rewind. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love you. Everything's fine." Wow, Dimitri, we can't hear you. You're on mute. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna just stare at you. Uh, <laughs> it's like I can still hear his voice. Yeah. Our show now. This is our show. I am your host. Um, hello? Dimitri? All right. You should be able to hear me now, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I had to switch mics. All right. So, um, he, yes. So she rewound it. So I had a theory going into all this and as things like like uh, were working out, I thought she, she was held captive uh, and put into this artificial reality in order to produce children that can then be taken for the bad guys to raise as gods or something, right? For the bad guys to then okay. continue. That was my theory. That being said, it seems like this is a construct of Wanda's making. Yeah. And that they're just trying to help her. Like through the bot, like Wanda. Well, they don't know though. Cause it's like Wanda, can you hear me? Like, who's doing this? Like, they think something's happened to her, but maybe right. it's just her. Right. Right. Um, uh, Ares, Ares says uh, when he when Vision said he had a perfect memory but can't remember the date, it's pretty, pretty clear it's not him. Um, right. Right. This is, this is some sort of rewritten reality or an illusion or something, but I think it's of Wanda's making, you know? Because she rewound time, time, right? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I I hate to draw this uh, correlation, but Wonder Woman also missed her uh, deceased loved one and then willed him back into existence. So the fact that we're having like a Civil War deja vu thing with Batman v Superman and Civil War, how it's heroes against heroes, Oh, <laughs> like like coincidentally because of the timeline, yeah. Mm. So this is just yeah. a wish, guys, and Wanda's gonna have to rescind that wish to save the day. Well, yeah. does and what do we think this has to do with the Doctor Strange movie? Does this mean Wanda's 
like the villain in that somehow? Is it a team up? Is something she does here gonna create that like you know evil for Doctor Strange's movie? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because all things are getting really convoluted these days, and I'm fine with it because Same. Doctor Strange has Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but Doctor Strange is also in the next Spider-Man, and then Scarlet Witch is in this, and then she's also in Doctor Strange, the, you know, the next movie. Um, who was it that said maybe it was Superbeard um, uh, that mentioned that like there's a comic character Nightmare that could be the villain in Multiverse of Madness. So maybe she unlocks a villain for in this show and then she has to take care of it in Multiverse of Madness. Um, uh, Superbeard also said it could be a construct of Wanda's making, yet still be a prison of sorts. So we could get both. She does control it, but she also doesn't control it. But she's also trapped. Right. Because um, she only seems like partially self-aware. You know, they're like, oh, like, well, yeah, how long have we been married? Where did we come from? Like, she can't connect that. Right. That it makes sense that they didn't come from anywhere, that it's, like, made up. But at the same right. time, she does have control because she's able to rewind. So she drifting in and out, like, I don't know. Right, because I think that if it was entirely of her making, she would just come up with the answers and have it fit this narrative, right? Yeah. We came from New York. We've been married for two years. Right. But she doesn't. She stalls as if she's trying to remember something she thinks she should know. But right. Doesn't. Right. Is their last Bottom. name Vision? Are they Mr. and Mrs. Vision? I don't Because everyone think calls so. him Vision. Yeah. Like it's <clears throat> normal. Yeah. Yeah, like Madonna or Cher, <laughs> Cher. or Prince. <laughs> Uh, or Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. yeah that's true. She, she's the newest one name. Um, uh, Aries says House of M references with what she did there. That is true. In House of M, so basically for, for anyone who doesn't know this already, in House of M, well, House of M comes out of Avengers Disassembled. Basically, Wanda in Avengers Disassembled re, uh she realizes that her memory was wiped, I guess, of by her, I think of by herself, but by basically that she used to have kids that were then kind of wiped out of existence due to her deal with Mephisto. Um, and by the way, Mephisto is red. So maybe there's a red correlation there, who knows? Um, but then she has a, a, a psychotic break and she starts basically rewriting reality in small doses in Avengers Disassembled. Um, and because um and then dr strange comes in and avengers disassembled and they and they were like oh yeah but she can't rewrite rewrite reality she only knows chaos magic and dr strange was like chaos magic. there's no such thing as chaos magic and that was like the continuity up until that point and he's like there's no such thing as chaos magic she's rewriting reality so then after disassembled later in the beginning of house of, or of m or at least what we find out is that she has rewritten it, the world to where mutants are the number one people. She is part of the royal family where Magneto rules the world uh, or most of the world. She has two sons. Quicksilver is there. Actually, Quicksilver might not be there in the beginning. Anyway, the point being is, uh, and then the question is who rewrote this reality and why? It turns out to be Quicksilver uh, had made 
Wanda rewrite the reality. So, you know, um, there's weird things with this. This, she didn't also know she wrote reality in any of the situations until like later, right? So who knows? It's really anyone's anyone's guess at this point. Um, Laura Lee, did you have any thoughts? There's next a week, lot. There's just ne- a lot. Next week we're gonna watch watch the new episode. We're like, oh, everything we said last week was stupid. We're idiots right. or something. Right. Or you know, we were right on. Who knows? Right. Do you know what this reminds me of? And I don't. I mean, there's a lot of shows that are like this, but there was a show. It was on Fox, I think, like five years back, and it had Matt Dillon. Uh, he woke up in a town. I forget what it's called. Someone in the comments, let me know. Basically, Matt Dillon wakes up in a town and he doesn't know how he got there. And the town has like an invisible dome around it. And um, and his last memory he realizes was like somebody drugging him and taking him to this town. And it turns out this town, like there's all these mysteries and everything. And like we learn more things as time goes on that like this town is the only town in the world now because it's in the future. So basically people have been abducted and put in, in cryostasis and put into the future. Wayward Pines, that's what Duck Dodger said, yeah. Wayward Pines. So you like slowly learn more and more, uh, more and more like facts about this as this it unfolds. And that's what this seems like to me, is that style of like, okay, there's gonna be little things that'll hopefully add up. Mm-hmm. I have faith, I have faith in that. Yeah. They're just sprinkling in sweet little clues for us to gobble up until. Right. Right. Till they feed us a full plate. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> this mean, metaphor is getting away from me. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to throw TV those sweet little morsels. TV yeah. shows are snacks, and a movie's the main course. Right. And, you know. Lobsters are unique little door knockers. I think is what yeah. we can take away from this. Yeah, uh, I, f- I uh, totally re- forgot about the dinner scene where the lobsters fly out the window and they look like they're each like twelve pounds, like huge <laughs> lobsters. You know, yeah. your your friendly neighbor always has just a couple of lobsters lying around for you. <laughs> it was like all main courses as three course meals: so steak, lobster, the chicken, oh, chicken, yeah. Yeah, but she uh, sets her jellies herself. Don't forget. I, uh, I, I, I swear, I was like watching this, being like, "Where are the Easter eggs? What am I looking for?" And then I saw the lobster, and I'm like, "What does lobster mean? Lobster has to mean something. Lobster <laughs> on the door. Lobster man at the door. La, lost. I lost. Her. She lost her man in the war. What?" Yes, it's like a record playing it backwards. I'll get the clues. Actually, now I should. Now I want to go walk back and I want to watch it again, not worrying about trying to like take it in so much. Yeah, to find right. like all this. But you know what? Just watch it and enjoy it, and you'll probably find something that you didn't even notice the first time. Right. Yeah. Right. All together. Um, uh, I do love Elizabeth Olsen. I love her more yeah. in this than I, like, I love both of them more in this than I've liked them in the Avengers movies. They're whatever in Avengers movies, I think. Yeah, they don't have enough time to breathe on screen because there's like 70 so other heroes. Right. Know. 
Uh, real quick, Ares 13 says, so Mephisto, Nightmare, and Grim Reaper are the leading theories for villains. So, uh, you know, that's something to, uh, I guess, think about. But I'm, they'll give it to us in time. I don't want to try. I hate having to outthink a sh- something that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Like, I did that with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And, uh, you know. Why? That's just something enjoyable to watch. You don't... <laughs> I was no. waiting for the, the writers. The, I was waiting for the shoe to drop the whole time, you know. Oh, gotcha. Um, uh, before I do get going, just because there's there are good questions. Aries says Evan Peters is confirmed in it. So do they cross over the X Men Quicksilver or is he a new character? They're not going to cross over the X Men Quicksilver. I don't think so. Not. I don't think so at all. Yeah, it's not really like Spider Verse where you're getting all these different versions of them. That's, I think they're going to keep the Quicksilver separate. I think that's why they try to make them so different. Different? Yeah. And I don't I don't buy that we're going to get the multiverse right now in Marvel. Even with the title Multiverse of Madness, I don't buy. And Spider-Man 3, I don't think we're going to get the multiverse. I don't think so. Unless it's a small, small thing that doesn't affect the plot. Because the idea that the multiverse exists in Marvel and you can freely access it and people can cross back and forth, just messes up everything. It does. Yeah, death so, has no value. Death has no value. Just get Tony Stark from a new universe. Um, uh, uh, I, I, I don't see the multiverse happening. Um, and I know it's called Multiverse of Madness and Doctor Strange too, but I don't think it's a multiverse that we think of in Spider-Verse. That's just, that's just what I think. Um, before we get going, it's enough uh, 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 for this episode. We talked about episodes one and two, and only time will tell uh, what is going to happen. Um, Laura Lee, any final thoughts about, like, uh, I don't know, the first two episodes? And, you know, what'd you think? Um, no, I'm just, I'm just excited how, you know, to see how they're gonna, you know, keep it going if there's going to be an increase of clues in, you know, each episode, because, I mean, the second episode, I feel, had a couple, was more sinister than the first. Like, there was a small moment, but you got more, so is it just going to gradually grow more and more, you know, like, out of control and, you know, intense and, you know, borderline terrifying? I'm just, you know, just going to decide if I got to watch it, you know, under the blankets or not. Right. Right. Especially if they bring in characters like Nightmare, Grim Reaper, Mephisto. These are all menacing characters. Grim Reaper is not so much. I was never afraid of him. But still, uh, uh, we'll see if it's going to get scarier. Uh, but I know we're going to get more clues. It's going to ramp up. Um, I'd be afraid of people judging the whole show by the first two episodes. Yeah. I feel like it'll it'll pick up and we just got to stick with it. And I um, think they're not air you know that you know some things come out all at once and you can binge it and some things don't and i think this is one of those things where like you know you don't want it out all at once you don't want to just binge it like you know right. enjoy that week of waiting like watch it an episode at a time if you can because i feel right. like it, it that's what's going to be most impactful for the story right definitely definitely um paul did you have any thoughts closing thoughts about the show yeah um I think they're going to keep uh, breaking those uh, like norms in television. So we saw Promiscuity <clears throat> when she 
greets her husband, you know, on heart day. <clears throat> She's oh, okay, yeah. Kind of sexy for the time. And then in the second episode, she turns the uh, married couple sleeping in two separate, like, singles, you know, beds. And then right. now they're, you know, in Congress with each other. So Right. In con- uh, the, ha- <laughs> the House of Representatives. They are. Uh, it's in session. Are- yeah. Yeah. Uh, filibuster it? Yeah. Oh, filibustin. Oh, Never no. felt so good. Filibuster. Filibuster. Uh, yeah, filibuster. That's li- that's literally a sex joke just waiting to happen. I'm not touching it with the whatever pole I'm armed with. Why? With what? Who's pole, Paul? Uh, not visions. Not visions. Uh, nope. Yeah. Wait, have we? Does vision have have? If he uh, needs to, I suppose. Look, he can lift Thor's hammer. Him and Wanda will be fine. Yeah, that I mean that tells okay. you all you need to know. Yep. Okay. Okay. He's a okay. he's a yeah straight up dude. <laughs> but yeah, a straight right. up dude. You got uh, it, dude. Yeah, straight up dude. Something something that was also interesting to me is because this is what I look for, and that's just what I. Uh, how strictly are they going to keep to the time period? But they had people of color in the shows. Yeah, so that's what I thought. That means too. they're already they're already. Uh, rerouting from yeah. what was acceptable at the time, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so okay, okay, uh, we'll see. And I want to know who the two people in the commercials are because I feel like they have yeah. something. There, there's something there. I hope there's another commercial next episode. <laughs> right, it has to be. Right, right. Um, thank you guys out there for watching. Uh, I think it's only Twitch that's that's up right now. I think the other two canceled out on me, but we tried. We tried. I tried spinning three plates and ended up breaking two, and uh, we ended up with one. You know, that's great. That's um, thank you. Uh, we got Death Dealer Aries out there. Obviously, he does. She's pregnant. Uh, okay, yeah. It's not like it's magic or something. Um, thank you <laughs> to all the happen. all the people. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody out there that is uh, watching this show. Uh, this is the Keeg Presents, the WandaVision after oh, show. God. So we're going to do this after each uh, WandaVision episode late at night. I know, but, you know, start a little late night community uh, of uh, WandaVision fans here. If you guys uh, like what you see, and even if you don't, just click follow. If you don't like us, just click follow. Help us out. Uh, click follow on whatever you're watching us on. The Keeg has multiple shows. So the Keeg Presents, the WandaVision after show is every you know late late thursday or early early friday depending on how you think tonight friday night is uh episodes of the kickback where we uh grab a couple guests we kick back we have some fun shoot the shit play some games that's uh friday night at 9 p.m pacific and then normally on saturdays at 3 p.m pacific uh we have the key live where we talk about different topics we don't have one this saturday but we will start up again next saturday where we talk about dc versus marvel films and for that i have a uh, tiktok uh creator extraordinaire darth chaco on and i have uh first time key guest uh also tiktok extraordinaire jay stoops uh if you've he- seen her tiktoks she's gonna be on I-, I know it's not like a just who would win dc versus marvel films it's why i think we're like we're going into we're diving deep we're diving deep uh, and we're trying to figure out, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, diving deep with that Strucker watch. Am I right? Um, 1000 meters. Um, that's as deep as you can dive. 
Yeah. Uh, Aries says theory is the people in the commercial are Wanda's deceased parents. Look, this is anyone's guess right now. It could be, uh, it could be the two people who drugged her and put her into this illusion. Like we don't know, you know. Um, Duck Dodger says seems like a short episode. No, uh, if you if you're on TikTok, you go and see Jay Stubes. She had a little TikTok uh, where she talks about the uh, inherent problem DC versus Marvel, and uh, we're, we'll be able to expand on that. So yeah. don't worry. So. There's a bunch of Keeg stuff out there. Uh, like and follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, YouTube, that sort of thing. Uh, thank you to my co-host, Paul, for uh, staying up because this guy's an early bird. Look at him. Uh, and okay. a late night, a night owl, Laura Lee, uh, she's, you know, uh, thank you so much, Laura Lee, for coming on the show and Thanks, uh, giving us your commentary. Uh, stick with watching the show, guys. I, I want to hear everybody's thoughts and uh, come back next time for the WandaVision after show. And hopefully I'll see some of you new faces or new users uh, on an episode of the Keeg Back or the Keeg Live. Thank you so much. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira, and this has been the WandaVision after show. Take care. Super strong or super fast Gotta beat